This is episode 393, What to Do When You Just Don't Feel Like Yourself Anymore with Monica. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm back. Thanks for your patience the last two weeks. Hope you enjoyed those encore episodes that I had. I'm feeling better. Athena's feeling better. It was a rough couple weeks, <laughs> but I am so thrilled to be back with a live episode for you. And this is a very tender, beautiful episode. And I think will serve a lot of you who are going through a time when you just don't feel like yourself and you kind of just don't know why, or you've been through a lot over the past couple years and the storm is over and the sun is supposedly out, but you just don't feel like the sun is out. You, you feel like you're still in the storm, even though technically it's over. So if you can relate to that, then I think you're really going to get out a lot out of this episode with Monica. Before we dive in, I just want to put it out there that in October, October 13th through 15th, I am hosting my women's retreat again. We had just such an epic time at the last one this past October. Um, we're doing it again. It just keeps getting better and better and better. So you're going to want to reserve your spot early. You're going to want to take advantage of the early bird discount. Just go to christinehaster.com slash signature retreat. The information is there so you can start planning and take advantage of payment plans and start booking your tickets. This year we are going back to San Diego. I love the venue Paradise Point. It's where uh, we really started to expand this retreat. I used to do it in smaller places with smaller groups and decided to take it bigger in 2019. And everybody thought, oh, bigger is not going to be as intimate. It's not going to be as special. But honestly, bigger is better with this retreat. The momentum, the energy, and yet still the intimacy it happens. And don't worry, it's not hundreds and hundreds of people. It's still very, very intimate and so, so powerful. So check it out, christinehauser.com slash signature retreat. I'll be talking more about it now through October. I'm super, super excited about it. I'm really glad to be back in San Diego. If you've come to the retreat, think about coming back. We had so many alumni that came back this past year and they loved it. They loved coming back for a second experience, especially knowing the processes. Anybody that's been to my retreat know that some of the processes are, you know, they surprise you. Don't worry, it's not anything too weird, but it's beautiful and magical. And to be able to go in and do it again is such a gift. So I'd love to see any of you. So many of the people that come to the retreat are from the podcast. And it's so great for me to be able to meet you in person and see the faces of the people whose ears I'm in at the gym or uh, while you're doing dishes or cooking meals or commuting to work. Love to see you in San Diego in October. As you're listening to this call, consider, have you had a rough couple of years and even though the storm is over, you still feel like you can't get out of it? Are you in a place in your life where you're not really depressed per se, but you're just not yourself? Have you been through a lot of trauma or difficult times and you, you just, you're trying to get yourself over it, but you just can't seem to shake it? And finally, have you ever considered that you may have PTSD? Keep these questions in mind as you listen to my coaching call with Monica. 
So I want to thank my sponsor for this week. So Cured Nutrition, you may have heard them. They make all kinds of really amazing products to help with health, to help with sleep, to help with your mind, to help you with your emotions. I'm really into their CBM nighttime oil. I'm really trying to get my sleep back on track because it has been whacked. (laughs) And Cured CBM nighttime oil is the most potent sleep product on the market. It contains 30 milligrams of CBD and five milligrams of the minor cannabinoid CBN. And it's known to have super strong sleep support properties. So, you know, when it comes to health and wellness, we can all rant and rave over the latest fads, but the truth is something as simple as a good night's sleep. Oh my gosh. It makes such a difference. If you've ever been sleep deprived, you know, when you don't sleep well, nothing goes well. So I encourage you to check out their CBN oil or any of their other products. I also really love the product Rise and their product Zen. Go check it out. Go to curednutrition.com slash over it and use coupon code over it at checkout to give you 20% off your entire order. C-U-R-E-D nutrition.com slash over it. Coupon code over it at checkout to save 20%. And now on to my coaching call with Monica. Monica, welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi, Christine. Thank you so much for speaking with me. So I had a really difficult uh, past few years um, with my COVID starting with, uh, with losing you know, my work like everyone else and being really fearful. And then I broke up with my boyfriend of a year because he was taking it really bad and he was not doing uh, good things for me. And I told him he was he taking what really bad? Just like he was just internalizing the fear and the you know loss of work and okay. everything going on the, on the world. And okay. he was uh, not communicating with me, okay. which was increasing my fear and anxiety. Of course. And so I, I told him he needed to get some help and then we could talk about getting back together when he got some help. And, uh, and two months later, he ended up taking his own life. Mm. And I had been struggling a lot with the breakup and really assumed we were going to be getting back together. And that sent me on a downward spiral. Mm. Yeah. You know, followed by, you know, many, many other very traumatic experiences, being in a motorcycle accident, being in lawsuits, oh, having my housing threatened, um, Another ex-boyfriend of mine also took his life. Oh, my Two goodness. other friends also took their own life. And it felt, it really felt like I had a some kind of dark cloud over you. Uh, yeah. yeah, that I couldn't shake. Yeah. And that did not let up for about two and a half years. Meanwhile, I, I have my own business and I, and I you know, uh, just trying to keep everything sort of as together as I could, um, even though feeling like I had absolutely no bandwidth, absolutely no energy, nothing to give anyone, mm. really just uh, is just trying to get through everything. And and here I am two and a half years, three, three almost three years later, and I am still feeling like I have nothing to give, and I'm just barely managing things I mean, doing sort of everything mediocre. And when I yeah. can do something, it's just because I can't put it off any longer. Yeah. Like it, it, it needs to be done now. And I, and I feel like I'm just going 
from crisis mode to crisis mode and putting out fires and I can't get on top and I just feel completely stuck. Yeah. And overwhelmed. Yeah. Well, I don't know how you couldn't be given everything that you went through. I mean, if you were telling me, you know, someone ghosted me and I'm still upset about it three years later, I'd be like, you know, it's time to shake that off. (laughs) But this is very intense trauma you've been through and you've been in survival mode. And the thing is when the body's in survival mode for that long, it really can't get out of it until we have the space to process the trauma. So the the nervous system can't process trauma until it's restored enough, the body's restored enough to be able to to handle it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're just in survival mode. And I'm not telling you that to be like, oh, this is hopeless. I'm telling you that just to have extreme compassion with yourself for what you've been through and release any judgment that you should be in a different place right now. Because what support have you gotten over the past three years? Well, when I had to move out of my apartment six months ago and my dog was dying, I was in a really bad place. And my mom actually came out and stayed with me and helped me through that for a few months, actually. So she was an amazing support. And I do have, um, you know, uh, my boyfriend who died, um, I actually became very close with his ex-wife and children and his his good friends. So I, I actually have really good support but it's it's as if not that anyone's putting this pressure on me and it's probably myself but I feel like I see everyone sort of moving on and you know getting on over it and on with it and I feel like I like haven't enough and and like that I do want to get on with things I have a lot to do and a lot like to accomplish and I I, I don't know. I, I just don't feel like I have the energy and I feel embarrassed about if anyone puts the least bit pressure on me. I just, anything I feel is going to be painful. I just avoid, avoid. Of course. I can't. Of course. And it's embarrassing to try to explain this to people, especially if I don't even you know, know them very well or if it's a business sort of setting. And, um, yeah, I just, I don't even know what to say. What, what feels embarrassing? What is the judgment you have in your head that makes it feel embarrassing? I, I guess I don't particularly even know what it, why. It, I think it's a little hard to articulate exactly what is even going on with me. You know, what, it, what exactly it is. It's not exactly grief. It's not... Uh, I I just feel depleted and I feel like I just don't have well, it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I were going to put a label on it, it would be PTSD. Mm, mm, mm. I hadn't considered that. And there's, you know, there's another term, PTSI, which I really like, which is post-traumatic stress injury rather than disorder. Mm. And basically what it means is, when we go through these traumatic events repeatedly, it, it is an injury. It's a trauma injury. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it, I don't know if you had injuries from the motorcycle accident, but they, they take a yeah. while to get over. And so we have compassion for 
you know, physical injuries more than we do psycho-emotional injuries. So I think one of the biggest things in your way right now is your own judgment and expectation that you should be in a different place. And has this been a lifetime pattern of yours being pretty hard on yourself? Um, no, no, no. No. What were you like before this all happened? I was, well, hmm. I have always presented as someone that has it all together and is very responsible and has been able to sort of, even if I don't necessarily feel that way, I've been able to project that. Mm-hmm. And I think that I'm not, I'm no longer capable of projecting that. And, and I'll tell everyone too, like, uh, you know, I'm, I don't know. I'm just a mess. Like I just don't, I can't do it. I don't have it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, especially in regards to my, to my business, I feel, I do feel a lot of judgment um, towards myself about that. What's your business? I'm in fashion. Mm-hmm. I sell vintage Japanese kimonos. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. And That's very really, niche. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a very niche audience who um, really want my product. And um, so I have a lot of customers, you know, a lot of people, but, uh, you know, wonder why I'm not updating more, updating my social media, updating my website, updating everything. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, well, I can so, tell yeah, you, I feel like pressure from everyone. You, you know, you are absolutely completely depleted, completely. Yeah. You had four people close to you commit suicide, which is, yeah, which is very hard to process. Um, cause it's like, you've got to process the death of someone and the fact that it was through suicide. So it's, yeah. it's a very tough one to process. You had your own accident. You had your own business stuff going. You had to break up. Yeah, so, there's so much. And so when I asked you about support, I'm glad that you have some family and, and friends, but have you had any professional support? Yeah, I have a therapist and I I have some books and I listen to you. And mm-hmm. but I, I haven't had any I haven't had any specific, you know, anything specific for Grief or PTSD. Yeah. Well, so I I think it's time because this is the, uh, what frustrates me too about like our expectations of ourselves and our culture and our limited understanding of trauma and the nervous system. And there's this, and I think we're moving out of it, but there's still this conditioning that we're just supposed to be strong and we're just supposed to move on. And we just need to like get our shit together and move forward. And it's been long enough and we just need to manifest better things. Mm. And when we're in, when we're completely depleted, when we're in survival mode, there's things that have happened in our brain that make it impossible to do that. But yet at the same time, we have this part of us telling us we should. So it's like having one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake and wondering why we're not going anywhere and getting just getting super frustrated with the car. But it's not the car's fault. It's just not being driven correctly. So mm. there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with where you are right now. There is a need for you to get some help, for you to yeah. get some help with processing all the trauma that you've been through. And the thing about present day trauma is it, it picks up 
any trauma from our past. So I don't know if before 2020, in your childhood before that, if there was anything else that was pretty traumatic, survivable, but pretty traumatic that you haven't really processed that, that you couldn't push down anymore because so much stuff also got stacked on top of it. Sure. So my encouragement to you is going to be like, it's, I would, I would look into practitioners and people that really can help you with nervous system that are trauma trained. Something like a really good EMDR therapist would be great. Mm. And actually, like when I said PTSD or PTSI, whatever we call it, it seemed like that resonated with you. Am I correct about that? Yeah. Yeah. What resonated yeah, with so you the, about that? Well, because it's been so difficult to pinpoint what it exactly is, you know, quote, wrong with me. Like, right. you know, it's like sometimes I'm depressed, but not, that's not the over, overall feeling. And, and sometimes right. I'm, you know, grieving or I'm angry or I'm, I'm you know, it, it just feels more complicated than that. Yeah. It just feels more complex than this. So it's been difficult to put on a label. So it's been difficult to know how to address address it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I understand that, especially with the expectation that you should be different. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you should be different. Mm-hmm. So, like a lot of the things that you have told me to me signify that, because a lot of times, see, people think that PTSD is just like this. You know, you can't leave the house, or you know, you, you jump it something and, and, and it is those, those things. It can be things like that, but it also can just be this subtle place where you're just in the survival mode where it's like things that used to be easy for you to do just aren't easy anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I will self-isolate if yeah. I, if I, if I feel if there's something happened, you know, I was at a party a couple of weeks ago and it was a, it was um, a difficult experience that I didn't, turned off my phone. I didn't answer emails. I didn't leave the house for a week or so. And I just felt like I needed to recharge and just find, you know, I I don't know. I just, yeah, it's reactions like that. Well, I I don't exactly know what's going on. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I am a bit of an introvert. I need to recharge, but before three years ago, before, you know, March, 2020, it wasn't like that. It feels more extreme. Yeah. Well, and, and I love your self-awareness because this is something that's so important for us to talk about. It's like when we see ourselves, not really ourselves, it's, it's a red flag, not a red flag of like, Oh my God, like uh, something's totally wrong, but it is a red flag of what is it? And that can create more panic. And then we can try to go into fix it mode. And then what we end up doing is we just try to do things that our old self would do. But because Mm -hmm. of the PTSD, because of the depletion, we can't do it. And then that just scares us more because we're like, oh my God, I I, I just can't get my old self back. It's terrifying. Yeah. 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 And there's a relief in the um, idea of being you know, maybe, maybe, maybe I don't have that. It, it, it feels true, but there's some relief in being able to name it rather than, you know, like I'm just this, um, like that's even harder to explain to people. I don't know why I'm acting this way. I don't know why I can't return your call or your text or, yeah. Yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Like I, I'm not depressed. Yeah. Per se. Well, and depression looks really. different ways. 
you know, depression doesn't look like, it doesn't have to look like I'm in bed all day and I can't function and I'm sad 24 seven. Again, it has different forms and different ways and we don't have to put a label on it at all. I think what's helpful about using PTSD or PTSI, whatever we want to say, is that it gives you an explanation for what happened. Like the trauma's over, but you're still Mm -hmm. in the stress of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it feels. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So this isn't something that a book or just a podcast can can sort out for you. This is something that requires a practitioner and some trained help. Mm-hmm. Again, like if you had, let's say you had appendicitis, would you just take to Advil and meditate and call it a day? <laughs> no, 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 no. So this is why I'm just encouraging you again, nothing's wrong with you. You're not broken. None of those things. Um, but you need support with this. You need help with this. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Is that something yeah. you're willing to seek out? Do you have the the bandwidth to seek out some professionals that can help you? Possibly. Okay. Possibly. Well, let me give you a tip on it. What would be helpful mm-hmm. is if you could get yourself into the most nourished possible state you could get into. So what feels really nourishing to you? Is it sleep? Is it a bath? Is it time off of work? Is it time in nature? What gives you a little, let's say your tank is completely empty. What gives you just a little bit of gas? It makes you feel a little more restored. Is there anything? Yeah. Yeah. Um, usually a massage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That. Okay. So I want you to make sure you get a really nice massage. And okay. then after that, doesn't have to be directly after, it could be the next day. I want yeah. you to just start researching. Where do you live? Okay. Uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Okay. And oftentimes in episodes like this, I've had this happen many times. Someone comes on and one of my listeners is a PTSA specialist therapist or is an EMDR therapist or is a trauma-informed therapist or somatic therapist. And they message me and they're like, I can, I can work with Monica Sender, my information. And so there might even be someone listening to the show right now that will message um, assist at christinehasler.com and say, hey, I'd love to help Monica. So we'll just put that out there. But, uh, you know, what you can do when, and I've shared this on the show before, but I'm going to share it again, is you just sit down in front of your computer, you say a little prayer, you do a little meditation, and you just say, you know, my intention is to call in the best practitioner, healer, therapist for me that can help me with this. You know, this or something better mm-hmm. of the highest good. And you you basically command Google to be a spiritual tool. Yeah, sure. And you just, you, yeah. you start looking. But you, you, my love, need, your nervous system needs to be restored. You need to be replenished. Yeah. And you need help with what to do with all this trauma that it was like back to, it was just stacked, 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 yeah. stacked, stacked. And your, your brain, parts of your brain and your nervous system don't know what to do with it. So it's just like holding, it's just like holding there. And that's why you feel yeah. stuck and held back and all those things. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right. Yeah. So I, I apologize that I don't have a breakthrough. Oh, just do this thing or just do this and you'll feel better. <laughs> but I hope at least this sure. one, you know, normalized your experience, hopefully has given you more compassion for yourself, has given you a way to hold this. And, and when you, you know, ask yourself that question, what's wrong with me? First of all, the answer is nothing, but yeah. there is something that's different right now about you. And you don't, this isn't yeah. the version of yourself that you know. And I hope yeah. that by giving it a name, it gives you some direction on what to do with it. Yeah, absolutely. It really does. Okay. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, it's my pleasure. And I'm, my heart just goes out to you with everything that you've been through. You have been through a really, really, really rough three years. And it's just in my prayers that you find the people or person that can really help you heal, restore, and connect with, with yourself again. Cause I can, I can feel in you, you're missing that. And she'll be back. Yeah. She'll yeah. Be back. Yeah. She'll be back. Because I feel hopeful. I, really, I do. Despite it, it's all I, um, yeah, I feel, I feel hopeful. So thank you. Thank you, Monica, for sharing something that I know will help a lot of people. And again, I just hope that you're having so, so, so much compassion for yourself. So Monica brought something forward that's very important for all of us to to know about in terms of our own life and people that we love. When we have been through a lot of trauma, it really, just because it's over, (laughs) doesn't mean it's over. Time does not heal all wounds when it comes to trauma. We, our nervous system gets dysregulated, we get depleted, our brain gets all scrambled, we get put in survival mode. It's really hard to connect to creativity, to other people sometimes, to spirituality, all those things, because we just get thrown into survival mode. And in so many ways, that's what's happening with Monica. And when I brought up PTSD, it really, really resonated with her. And I'm glad it did because she needed a term. She needed something to explain why she was feeling what she was feeling. And as much as I don't love labels, and I'm sure many of you don't love labels, sometimes a term, sometimes a quote unquote diagnosis per se, gives us something to work with. And it's like, oh, this is what it is. Now I can go work with it. And I love using the term PTSI instead of just PTSD, post-traumatic stress injury. Because it's not necessarily a disorder. It's you you were in she was injured by all the trauma. You know, if you look up what are the symptoms of PTSD, it's things like being easily startled or frightened, always being on guard for danger, self-destructive behavior, trouble sleeping, trouble concentrating, irritability, angry outbursts or aggressive behavior, overwhelming guilt and shame. But it also can be not feeling like yourself, self-isolating not having interest in things that you used to have interest in. And people may think, well, that sounds more like depression, but often depression can come from a post-traumatic stress injury. Anyway, label schmables, what matters is when we're in this place, we need help. We need help. We need help from a trained professional, someone that specializes in trauma, someone that can help us with the somatic processing. We can't just talk about it. We actually have to go in and fix the injury. 
So again, if you had appendicitis, you wouldn't take two Advil and meditate or just call your therapist and be like, my appendix is ruptured. Let's have a conversation about it. Not again, I love therapists, not to dismiss therapists. Therapists can deal a lot with trauma, but when it's that severe and you got the brain rewiring and the nervous system, the body needs to be taken into account too, which is why things like somatic work, EMDR and other trauma-informed therapy modalities are really, really important. So if you are suffering from PTSD, PTSI, I highly encourage you get help, reach out for help. This isn't something you should do alone. Trauma doesn't happen in a vacuum. Trauma doesn't happen when you're just by yourself. It happens when and with other people. So we need that other person or people or support team to help us and heal us. The other thing that I talked about here that I want to touch on is when we aren't feeling like ourselves, it can be pretty frightening. And I know I've been through this in the last year. There's been many times in this transition into motherhood where I just am like, who am I? I just can't find my old self. And a lot of that had to do with sleep deprivation and definitely some trauma and just adjusting to a whole new way of life. And I had to bring my coach hat in and remind myself that in those moments where I don't feel like myself, it is because I'm, I'm not, I'm depleted. I, I have things that I need to process that I can't quite yet process because I'm not in a restored enough place. You know, when processing trauma, when we don't have enough reserves can deplete us more. And so we just need to remind ourselves, I need to remind myself, we need to remind ourselves in that moment that even though I don't feel like myself right now, I do know who I am. I remember who I am and I will get back there to either, you know, the me I remember or this me that I am becoming. And I'm saying that not just for myself, I'm saying that for all of us, because whether it's trauma like Monica has been through or transitions like I'm going through right now. There's this in-between state and there can be that part of us that really wants to get back to how we used to be. But oftentimes there's a newer version of us post-trauma, post-transition that we don't know yet. That is a beautiful, beautiful version of ourselves. And we just need to give ourselves the grace, the compassion, the patience, and the support and the time to get there, to meet that new version of ourselves. All right, everybody, sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.